Hi, this is Tony Khan, the producer and the director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. If you ever find yourself at a cocktail party wondering what to talk about next, you know, one of those horrible moments where you're just smiling at somebody and they're smiling at you and all you're doing is counting each other's teeth. Well, here's a suggestion. Why don't you ask that person something interesting about themselves? People love to talk about themselves and they usually end up saying something really interesting. Not so long ago, I I went to to a cocktail party uh, where I started to ask people what the turning points were in their lives. It was fascinating to hear what people thought were major turning points. I mean, some of them were pretty dramatic, announced with trumpets and everything and lightning bolts, and they suddenly knew they were forever different. But some of them were a little bit quieter, like little moments that they maybe realized a week or two later made them look at things differently. They changed, and they liked the change. Today's morning story comes from Portland Helmick, a woman who lives near Boston who had a very interesting private moment that may have been one of the most dramatic that I've ever heard. So why don't we listen to that? It's called Death and Life. My whole life I felt more comfortable going solo. When I was a kid, the Girl Scouts gave me the creeps. As a teenager, I avoided clubs. For college, I went to New York University, a school for nonconformists. I believe in God, but never joined a church. Over the years, I've gone to therapists to help me understand my need for independence and the isolation it can bring. But talking about issues and sharing my feelings with professionals haven't always helped. My frustration with talking things through led me to ask my therapist, who I knew did past life regression therapy with some clients, if she'd be willing to try it with me. The worst that could happen, I thought, would be nothing. She guided me into a deep state of relaxation. My eyelids fluttered. I heard her voice and felt my body lying on her couch, but I was also somewhere else. It was a sunny summer afternoon in New England. I was in my 20s, sitting on a hill sketching the countryside that surrounded the home I shared with my mother. Out of nowhere, someone put a hand over my mouth, a rope around my neck, and kidnapped me. He took me deep into the woods. I didn't speak his language, but I got the gist of his message. He would teach me the secrets of his tribe if I'd forsake my family and never return home. Because I resisted, I had to die. With a gag in my mouth, I hung from the limb of a tree. Beneath me, a pit they dug into the earth blazed with fire. They cut the branch. I fell into the pit and died in the flames. Tell me when you're out of the body, I heard the therapist say as I lay on the couch. Okay, I'm out, I replied. What was the primary lesson of that lifetime, she asked. I'm not sure, I said. Too much independence can get you killed? Back then, in my so-called normal life, I was teaching English at a high school in Vermont. I couldn't bear the teachers' meetings, and entering the high school felt like a voluntary commitment to a cage. Recently, I quit another job, this one in television. I had plenty of good reasons, but the real one was the same as always. 
I just can't follow someone else's lead. I'm beginning to realize I've got to work for myself. More than three centuries have passed since that life and death of mine in colonial America, and more than ten years since that particular past life regression. What had my former lifetime taught me? Too much independence can get you killed, I'd said. Maybe not. Maybe the lesson is that the freedom to direct the course of my life here and now is a matter of life and death. That's today's morning story, Death and Life from Portland Helmick. Podcasts of WGBH's morning stories are made possible in part with support, thank you, from Ipswich, a leader in file transfer software. Further information is available at www.ipswich.com. That's Ipswich, I-P-S-W-I-T-C-H.com. Gary, Gary Mott, dot M-O-T-T. You're looking at me in a funny kind of way. Indeed, yeah. Uh, what is up? You know, I usually smile when I look at you. You make me happy. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just thinking about the Portland story. This story does not make you happy, Gary. Well, it causes me to think, which is, uh, which is good, because, you know, that's what these stories are for. I can see your ears spreading apart. Is Portland yeah. at a crossroads, about to choose one path over the other? Is that what this You mean story? being a loner or joining with a crowd, um, you know, staying forever the eternal freelance or, or getting that TV job? Yeah. I, I yeah. guess the answer is that she doesn't know, but she's struggling with the question. And that struggling with that question of who you are and what you need, what kind of compromises you want to make, that's not necessarily a whole lot of fun. It sometimes can bring you into very dangerous territory. You know, there was this uh, psychologist, Carl Jung, who said that for the person who explores the inside landscape of who they are, there are the same kind of dangers as climbing Everest or trying to jump across the deepest chasm in the universe. And every once in a while, you realize that that really can be true. I find Portland inspirational. I think she's also very beautiful, but she's she's Uh, an inspiration. That you can't see on a podcast. Sure, sure. I mean, we all come to a point in our lives when... We may be feeling a pull in one direction or another, but that may conflict with who we really are. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you had a moment like that? You know, I think about moments in my life where I've made some definitive career decisions, leaving waste management, moving into <laughs> podcasting. Podcasting. <laughs> Wondering what the difference is. <laughs> Well, I think perhaps you found a moral of your own in, in Portland's story, you know, that uh, you, uh, you don't necessarily choose crises, but when crises come, uh, the choice that you make, whatever it is, is probably going to be coming from a very deep part of you, you know, and that's how you learn about who you are, sometimes by dodging arrows. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about here. Well, we're certainly hoping that we can give you useful and enjoyable ways of wasting time <laughs> during your regular working hours. <laughs> this, this is, um, what do they call it, a boss safe or an office safe uh, podcast. Use it moderately. Um, Reason to come in early, stay late, you know? <laughs> well, for those of us who have faced the, the difficult choice of whether we're going to stay in waste management or podcasting, all we can say is we turn to you, our listeners, for support. So we'll keep on putting out these morning stories as long as you keep downloading them. So 
uh, till next Thursday or Friday when we podcast again. Don't forget our talk back mechanism, that old-fashioned email, morningstories at wgbh.org. We've got a great website as well, wgbh.org slash morningstories. Tony, it's been real. Gary, it's also been delightfully imaginary with you, so thanks a lot. All right. Bye-bye.